Welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. I'm a mom, physician assistant, writer, and life coach. Two years ago, I was feeling stuck, restless, overwhelmed, and I felt like I wasn't where I was supposed to be, but I had no idea what that even meant. And the crazy part is my life had turned out pretty awesome, at least on paper, but I couldn't figure out what was wrong or why I felt out of alignment. A series of books and podcasts and conversations changed my life and revealed my next journey one step at a time. My purpose right now is to help you wake up to your soul's purpose by sharing conversations with amazing women who've walked in your shoes. Keep listening and the answers to your next step will come, I promise. We're all here for a reason, and I'll help you figure out what that is so you don't have to waste another minute sleepwalking through your life. I definitely don't have it all figured out, so I'll also share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. So if you've been thinking about hiring a life coach, or if you have no idea what a life coach is, and you're thinking, well, I don't know, I probably need one because I'm stuck, and a lot of what Hope says sort of resonates with me call me. Well, actually, don't call me. Let's let's schedule a time to talk. So you can email me hope.cook at gmail.com or go to my website, coachhopecook.com. And there's a place on there you can schedule a free discovery call. And what I've started doing is offering sort of a mini coaching session for free because so many people don't know what life coaching is. So you have nothing to lose. There's no pressure. So I highly recommend it. All right. Hey, y'all. Today I have Jessie Stokes. Jessie is a blogger and she blogs about zero waste. She's also written a cookbook and she has an online store called Tiny Yellow Bungalow where she sources all sorts of sustainable products. Or I guess zero waste products would be a better description, right, Jessie? Yeah, I mean, either one. Uh, I try to keep my shop plastic free if I can. So that's kind of on the zero waste line, but sustainable more general because I think zero waste is a little intimidating to some people. It is intimidating. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I found Jesse's blog and my husband, as y'all know, is very green. I try to be, but he is like way ahead of me. I mean, we have a electric car and we compost and, mm-hmm. you know, use the plastic, I mean, the reusable grocery bags, but um, yeah, he is, he's way ahead of me. He would have us like using the you know, bamboo toothbrushes and all of it. So we we were were slowly getting towards that. But I wanted to hear like, how in the world did you get into this? Oh my gosh. When you emailed me, I was like, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Okay. When you were a kid, what did you think you were going to end up doing? Well, when I was a kid, I thought I would be a teacher. That's what I I like helping people. Um, But from there, let's see. I mean, in college, uh, my degree is French language. Really? Yeah. So what were you going to do with that, teach? Um, well, so so I first went into college thinking pre-med. Okay. Believe it or not, I started that route, um, changed my mind halfway through, and my mom was like, follow your passion, do what you love. Yeah. I, like, I love the French language, so I studied that and you know, graduated from college, didn't realize it would be very hard to find a job with that. Yeah. Um, Were you thinking I'll move to France one day? I thought maybe that. I thought maybe I would be a flight attendant. Um, Oh, yeah. I thought, you know, just something that I would be able to use French in my daily life. 
come to find out I don't use it at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. It's okay. I'm very happy what I do now. Um, but yeah, I just, I, it's weird how I got to where I am now because it's been kind of a, just like zigzag, zigzaggy to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, after college, I traveled around a lot and I ended up, this is going to sound crazy too, but I worked for, my parents had a fast food chain in Houston, Texas, and I was the marketing girl for them. Which is hilarious for somebody <laughs> who ended up in zero waste. <laughs> right. It's the complete opposite. The complete opposite thing. So yeah. I was doing that. I did. I was the marketing girl for a fast food restaurant. Um, after that in Texas, I, so this is, okay, this is, I would say where it basically started was that when I was in Texas, I moved into my own place, um, into a house. I lived in lots of apartments with roommates and stuff, but I moved into a little, a tiny yellow bungalow. Uh Um, And when I moved there, I had a backyard and I was like, oh, I'm going to try to garden. Yeah. I'm going to try composting. And it was, um, kind of that right there that, was like the beginning that kind of sparked my interest in sustainable living, yeah. um, which, I mean, I didn't grow up with that kind of stuff. I, uh-huh. you know, our family didn't compost or, you know, do, do anything really specifically for the environment. Um, so, so it was kind of like all new for me. I know a lot of people are, you know, composting, that's nothing, recycling, we all do that, but it was really all new for yeah. me. So, Were you still working as the marketing person for the fast food restaurant? So my parents sold the restaurants and I wanted to stay in Texas. So I started babysitting. Yeah. Um, I started babysitting Texas. Um, so I could figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I was babysitting, um, for a really sweet family there. Um, and I also started (laughs) a side business from my house where I was selling vegetarian freezer meals. Oh, wow. I'm telling you it's, it's been everywhere. I've been all over the place. And I bet you were putting them in um, Ziploc freezer bags. <laughs> well, I was doing it. Was, I was putting them in plastic containers, but I was reusing them. So I That's had like a customer base and they would send me back their containers and then I would um, refill them and make, you know, send them back out again. So I was doing that while I was babysitting. And that's when I started blogging. Okay. So um, you started getting conscientious about like environmental stuff and waste. It sounds yeah. like. Yes, that all kind of, it all kind of happened at that time. Okay. Um, and, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to change my whole life. It was, I was learning about it. Yeah. Um, which is why I started the blog was because I was like, oh, you know, maybe my mom will want to read about yeah. doing more sustainable stuff. I, I really wasn't trying to like change the world or anything. I just was, thought it was fun and I was enjoying learning different things like you know, trying to make kombucha in my backyard. And uh-huh. I don't know, I was just having fun learning new things. I love it because you said originally you thought about being a teacher and then you've discovered this new thing and you were excited enough about it that you wanted to share it with other people. Yes, that was, and that was kind of it. I wasn't, I wasn't like, you know, I think everybody's going to want to read about this. I just was like, oh, maybe somebody else will think it's fun too. And yeah. you want to try it out too. Um, and also maybe they don't want to have to, you know, research it that, about it too. Cause a lot of it was, I'm trying to learn about composting. So I read a bunch of books about composting and all of the blogs about composting. And, yeah. and then I experimented it, you know, with my, in my own backyard to see what worked. And then at the end I would share, okay, this is what I did. And this mm-hmm. is what's working. So I thought, you know, maybe other people. Wanna yeah. You were curating that. information. 
Yeah. Cause we tried compost. We do compost now with a company and it's easy cause we just have buckets, but um, yeah. we tried it in our backyard and we had like little critters like everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so having like a blog post where I could go and be like, okay, what has Jesse tried and what works, what doesn't work? Like that's, that's really smart. So that's where I started blogging there and the shop kind of came a little bit after that. And it was kind of the same thing. It was, I was trying to live more sustainably and zero waste at the time. And I was, you know, I was like, okay, bamboo toothbrushes. Uh-huh. And then I was looking at all of the bamboo toothbrushes and trying to find the very best one. And, you know, I'd order one and it would come in like plastic packaging. And oh, yeah. And I just wasted $6 on this bamboo toothbrush. And I thought, man, I, you know, I wish I could help some other people so they wouldn't waste their time trying to find the best bamboo toothbrush. Yeah. And, and also, so they wouldn't order it and it would come from, you know, Amazon or in mm-hmm. plastic or something. And so in that way, I kind of started the shop because I was like, maybe other people are also looking for this stuff too. Yeah. Were you starting to get traction? Like, could you see your blog readership going up or like, did you have no idea how many people were actually reading? Um, so it mostly was through Instagram that I saw more people were interested. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not super tech savvy and I don't understand all of the like analytics and stuff of my website. I just <laughs> am like, I'm writing for fun. I'm not, you know, there, I know there's all this search engine optimization and so people can find your stuff. And I'm like, I'm just writing what I want to write. And that's so good to hear <laughs> because I think so many women who are stuck and like, what do I do? And they think they have to have like a, a fancy website. They have to like know all the social media analytics stuff. And you're saying like, no, just do it. Just do it. The same, even with the store was just kind of do it. I, I know a lot of people go into opening an online store and they're like, I'm starting a business. This is what I'm doing. And I need to, you know, have a business degree. And I'm yeah. like, let's just see how this goes. Let's just, yeah. You know, and if it doesn't work out, well, I tried, that was fun. Let me try something else. But, um, it just happened to work out that a lot of people were also interested in finding eco-friendly products and that over the years, people have really learned to trust my judgment in what are eco-friendly products. And they liked it. They're they're like, well, I know if it's on Jesse's website that it's going to have clean ingredients. I don't have to worry about it. Because you started all this in 2016. Did I read that right? 2015. Yeah. 2015. Okay. So Mm -hmm. you were writing, you started gaining traction on Instagram. Now you have like thousands of followers. Yes. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) It is. (laughs) So when you opened your online store, were you like, oh my gosh, do I have to get an LLC or whatever? Like, how did you know how to do all that? I Google all of it. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I really, I mean, I did too. I watched YouTube videos like on the (laughs) application process and I'd pause it and then I'd like open my application and like fill it out. (laughs) Yes. That's what I did. I was like, okay, so I want to sell bamboo toothbrushes. How do we do that? And just slowly from there, I mean, a lot of people I know they're they launch websites and yes we're you know getting our email list together and I was like I had reusable shopping bags and toothbrushes in the beginning that's all I had I was like I have from babysitting I've made five (laughs) hundred dollars and that's what I'm investing like that's what's going on yeah because I was gonna ask what were you doing for money at that time like when you were still blogging and you didn't have ads or anything did you no, I, and I still don't have ads on my website. Um, I just, 
I do do sponsored posts sometimes, mm -hmm. um, but most of my income now comes from the shop side of it. And the blogging part is the fun, just the fun part. <laughs> that is so cool. So this is like, now this is what you do for a job, right? Yeah. And you is. have a bait, you have a kid? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. He's almost four. Yep. That is awesome. Were you always like, so once you started blogging and you started kind of switching over to zero waste, did all your friends sort of like you became known as the go-to girl for zero waste and like ask Jesse if she yes. <laughs> asked Jesse all these yes. questions? That was actually really, I, I mean, I still enjoy that about my friends and family is that I know like my family, you know, they're not specifically interested in sustainable living, but my mom, she'll, you know, she'll be like, I thought the grocery store, there's a reusable dish sponge. And she's like, I thought you would love that. And I'm like, she's thinking about it. That's really cool. She is. Yes. Or, you know, my friend sent me, oh, I saw this book at the library about making your own herbal teas. And I'm like, yes, like, that's so cool. Like, I think it, you know, it doesn't make everybody go out and say, I'm going to be zero waste. But yeah. I think that what matters is that everybody's trying a little bit. And, uh -huh. and I hope that because I've, I've helped, you know, in a, in some way. Yeah. And you're not all judgy. Right. You're no, very no. open, like just try it. Yes. Or just try anything like, you know, mm -hmm. anything, you know, if you want to start eating like meatless Monday or something, I'm like, yes, go do that. That'll be fun. Yeah. It's fun to try new recipes. Just try it. Like on your blog, I also read about, my husband has complained about Christmas wrapping paper. And so mm -hmm. like this year, we didn't use wrapping paper. We just had okay. like, Santa just dumped all the gifts out. <laughs> I and, but I saw where you said like you bought up vintage scarves and then you just wrapped them and they were beautiful. We, I've done, I mean, Sometimes I've done scarves. Um, there is in Athens, I don't know if you've heard of it, but there's the Purchase Nothing group. And yeah. it's a it's a Facebook group where people just share things that they're giving away. What? Okay, that's yes. cool. And one year I got um, wrapping paper. They were like, eh, I'm not using this. I'm going to throw it away. And I was like, there we go. That's yeah. their waste. It was going to go on the garbage can. I'm going to use their wrapping paper. <laughs> Yeah. So do, do people poke fun of you a little bit? Like I get teased a lot about my car and like saving the <laughs> apple core and like bringing it home to compost. And oh, yes. I'm the girl who at the hair salon is like, can you just like sweep up my hair? <laughs> I got to take it home to my compost bin. They're like, she's a little wacky. I'm like, it's for the environment. Okay. <laughs> that is so funny. All right. So you had two products and then how long, like, what was the time period when you started like really adding stuff and thinking like, this could be a business. Like I could earn a living doing this. So in that time, so I was in Texas, I was babysitting, I was selling vegetarian meals from my freezer and I was blogging. And that's when I also started the shop. I was doing a little bit of everything. Um, but decided to move back to Athens at the time. And when I moved to Athens, I found some babysitting jobs here too. Cause I was like, I know I'm not just going to just quit everything and just be like, I'm, I'm a store owner now. Right. I was like, I, you know, I need to see how this goes. I need to make sure I have something that's helping support me and hold me up. Yeah. Um, and it finally got to where the shop was taking up more time than I could, you know, like I couldn't babysit cause I was spending so much time on the shop. Yeah. Um, and that it was profitable enough to help, you know, that I didn't have to babysit anymore. Um, but it took a few years for it to get that way. And it wasn't like just overnight. I was okay. Now I'm a shop owner. Yeah. Um, but I do like that. I didn't, 
I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go get a loan from the bank and I'm, you know, I'm spending $50,000 and I'm going to have 200 products. Yeah. That's how I'm starting now. Now I have almost 200 products, but it's been very slow. It's been, you know, I, I gain a little bit here and I'm like, okay, let me add something new. I'm like, yeah, we get bigger here. We add something new. Um, it's never been just like, you know, I just think I know what I'm doing. Just yeah. Like, figure it out along the way. <laughs> I love that. And so do you, um, have things that you ship out or do you just connect people with the company that ships out the bamboo toothbrushes? Um, I ship it all from my house. Oh, that's what I see yeah, behind I you. Um, wow. it is all a one woman show. So I, I order all the stuff myself and it's all, it's like if I had a retail store, but I keep all the stuff at my house, not yeah. in like a retail space. Um, but yeah, I just stock the shelves here. And then when people order online, I pack them in reusable box, reused boxes and then ship them from my house. Wow. That is so cool. And it looks very organized. Thank you to my mother-in-law. <laughs> so do you have to set up like boundaries around? Cause I know with a shop, especially if you have it at your house, like if the business is at your house, do you have to put boundaries around your work hours and like, okay, I'm cutting it off at four o'clock or. Yes. Well, so a lot of it has been a struggle too, because, so I have a son, he's almost four now and he started going to preschool, but you know, before that, I was home with him. And so my shop was, I do it at night when he goes to bed. Okay. It was, you go to bed at seven and, you know, seven to nine, I'm doing my work during the day. I could do thing marketing, answering emails, um, you know, social media things, stuff like that during the day. Um, but when I needed to focus and, and sit down and pack up orders, I really had to do it when he was asleep. Yeah. Um, now I can do it when he's at preschool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, I do it when I have, when I have time, when I have yeah. free is when I work on it. That's um, inspiring because women who are like, I look, I've got kids, I've got a day job, I can't be starting something new. But it's I've heard it called crack time. You just literally <laughs> find time that's like little cracks of time, you know, like I've got yes. two hours here. I've got, I mean, Glennon Doyle talks about how she wrote her first book in the closet, like after her kids went to bed and she had like an hour. And that's it every day. Yeah, you just need, that's what you have to tell yourself. Like, instead of watching TV for an hour, I'm going to do something that's helping me like go move towards my dreams for an hour, like just an hour yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. And, and even in some people, oh, you know, uh, do you have employees and things like that? Right now I'm keeping it as, as big as I can contain it myself, doing it where I can work in the free times so that I still can spend time with my kid during the day. I love mm-hmm. that I can do both. I love that. I can spend time with him. And then when he goes to bed, I can do this that I'm so passionate about. Yeah. Um, I like that I can do both things. Mm-hmm. And you can, the other. living in a college town, you could also have an intern, you know? I mean, exactly. that's, that's work to like give them work to do, but yep. you can problem solve it that way so that you don't have to like hire a full-time employee and provide health insurance. And exactly, <laughs> that's so true too. Yeah. All right. So now you have all these 200 products <laughs> and then, okay. Tell me about the cookbook. Cause Jesse has written a cookbook. Yes. So, um, I wrote that a couple of years ago and it was kind of the same thing with the store where I, I like, I saw a hole in the market and was like something I was struggling with myself. Um, so it was right after I'd had my son and I was struggling to, you know, I've been trying to be zero waste and trying to eat, plant-based and I was having a really hard time doing that I was like 
you know, we can't eat out because there's not a lot of vegetarian or vegan options. So I need to cook at home, but I don't have time to cook at home. And then if I do try to cook at home, everything comes in plastic. Yes. Everything. Yeah. I was like, it's just really hard to follow what I'm, you know, I want to do it, but I am having a hard time doing it. Did you feel like people were like secret shopping you at the grocery store, like looking in your cart? (laughs) Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, and that's the whole thing too, is it like, like our system is broken and like, we don't live in a place where everything is plastic free. If we were, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've learned to give myself more grace now. In the beginning, I was always like, oh my gosh, like all this plastic. I know. Um, But with the, with the cookbook was, I was like, okay, let me see if I can find some recipes that are, that are easy to make, that are plant-based, that don't have a lot of plastic, plastic packaging and kind of compile them in one place and make sure that every, you know, everybody can make them really quick and that at any grocery store they could go to and probably find the stuff mostly package free. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and so there's like, there's 28 there's 28 recipes in it, a month's worth of recipes. Oh, so good. You could, and at the end, and at the back of the book is um, the grocery lists, like one oh, per I week. I love that. So you should be able to just be like, okay, these seven re- meals we're going to eat, you know, yeah. this week, this week, this week. Um, because I was really just, I wanted an easier solution. And they're cheap and family. not fancy. Like you don't have no. a lot of fancy ingredients that people are no. like, what is kimchi? What is... Yes. It's all easy stuff. And it's also, it is plant-based, but it's all stuff that you could easily, if if you have meat eaters in your family, you can easily add meat to it. So mm-hmm. like, I, there's like a um, sun-dried tomato, asparagus risotto. You could put um, like chicken with that if you wanted yeah. to. Um, you could add something else to the side of it. It's, it's very versatile. And also you can change the ingredients too. If you were like, I don't have asparagus. Okay, yeah. broccoli. Just put broccoli in there. It's fine. It, yeah. It's it. Well, so when you were thinking of writing a cookbook, like, tell me about how that went. Did you have the idea and then you sat on it for a while or how did you? Um, so I had some recipes that we already made at our house, just like ones that we just, we made every week. Um, and so that part was kind of easy, but it was hard when I realized you can't make a cookbook with five recipes. Like you need, you need more, you need more. And so recipe testing, that's like no joke. Like you have to make stuff <laughs> over and over again and like food photography and yes. it's, it's not easy. It's a lot of work. <laughs> but you did all of it, right? Yes, I did. And it was really fun. I did enjoy doing that. Um, and it and it felt so like rewarding at the end of it when I was like, wow, like I did this. Did you self-publish like on Amazon or how did you? Yes. So I started out, um, it was an online cookbook. Okay. Um, and, but I had so many people asking that they wanted it in print. They're like, I need to, with a cookbook, I need to be able to see the pages. Which is ironic, um, like the whole zero waste, like I need paper. <laughs> need paper please. And I was like, I get that. I mean, I'm kind of the same way when it comes yeah. to cookbook. Like I want to be able to hold it. It's hard when you're like trying to look on your phone. It is hard. So, um, yeah, I just self-published and had them printed, um, so that people could have it in paper as well as you know if they wanted a digital version yeah um, that yeah. is cool and so you have the cookbook and what's on your horizon like what are you seeing in the next like five years well I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing because I love it so much um I mean I think that's one thing that I really love is is like hunting for sustainable products like when yeah. someone tells me like I can't find you know 
plastic free dental floss and I'm like okay let's do it let's go <laughs> find it let's see if we can find it like let me try out some different brands and then I'll get back to you um and so I really enjoy what I'm doing um I don't plan on opening you know a big storefront with lots of franchises like I like what I'm doing now I like yeah I like that it's it's really personal I know a lot of my customers and they message me asking me questions, suggestions, oh. and I like that it's really. I feel like it's like a retail store. Yes, you know, when you like, you know, the shop owner, and you go in and you're like, "Hey, I'm trying to get a gift for my friend," and the shop owner's like, oh, "I know what they want." They're yeah. So I like that it's really personal, even though it is online. Um, it feels really personal in that way, and so I like that connection, and I hope to keep doing this kind of how it's going now. Um, who knows, maybe I'll make another cookbook. I think it would be fun to do like um, breakfast ideas because yes. that's what I haven't done yet. Um, right now it's just dinner ideas that are in my cookbook, but. Um, or kids, yeah. get get your son involved. Yes. And I mean, he's yes. four, but <laughs> when yes. kids get a little older. Yes, oh, that would be, that's a great idea. Um, because that's a whole nother, another level too. Like sustainable living with kids is just, is. when I started sustainable living, I was, you know, just on my own and I'm like, this is so easy, but uh-huh. yeah, now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. Send your kid to school when they're like bringing papers home all the time. Oh my gosh. Like, yes. That, that calendar, they send <laughs> all the kids and then the behavior <laughs> stapled 20 pages, like yes. you know, conduct code. And it's a lot. Yes, it is. Um, but I love that you're doing it. So you're a mom, you're, you have this online store. Cause a lot of people may think like, I would love to be an entrepreneur, but, but I don't know how to, like, I'm not crafty. I don't know how to make a product. I don't know how to, but you're curating, you're like sourcing all the products. You're not home chiseling out bamboo and making toothbrushes. (laughs) <laughs> it's the same as if you yeah it's the same as if you went to like a brick and mortar store the people there you know like if you go to any small gift shop or whatever they picked out stuff that they love and they think other people will love and uh-huh. they curate it um and anybody can do that yeah you don't have to be a knitter or a you know someone who makes handmade soaps mm-hmm. like you can start out buying your favorite handmade soaps and selling them to people yes um, so smart <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I know people are going to want to check out your website, check out your store, follow you on Instagram. So tell my listeners where they can find you. So my website is tinyyellowbungalow.com. And it's the same on Instagram, tinyyellowbungalow. That's where I hang out the most. Um, You'll see me like talking trash in my PJs on Insta stores regularly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, check out my website, my blog, and you can always email me questions if you have any questions about sustainable living because I love to talk about it. (laughs) Yes. And I did want to clarify like zero waste for people who are completely intimidated by it. We watched a documentary years ago and they had the glass jar and like that was or, you know, that was all they were going to do was like that was their trash for the whole, I don't know, month or quarter. And I was like, there's no way, like, how can we do this? Um, so explain what your version of zero waste is. Uh, mine is more just like doing the best that you can, yeah. trying, to, trying to reduce waste in any way that you can um, and just starting wherever you are. So mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And it, you know, you don't have to be like, oh, I don't drive a car. I only eat vegan. I, you know, don't have any plastic in my home. Just pick one thing and just try it just yes yeah and if you could go back and give yourself advice like back when you were babysitting and (laughs) speaking French and (laughs) oh my gosh I was just 
I feel like it's crazy because I was just you know some people go to college and they're like I'm gonna study to be a lawyer and like I did yeah yes and they just are they're like and then I'm a lawyer and I just felt so like everywhere my whole life and I feel like just don't worry eventually you'll get to a place where it's like you love what you're doing and it's wonderful and you don't have to know the answers along the way yes you can just figure it out as you go you don't have to know everything yeah just chill (laughs) Chill, just just chill and enjoy figuring it out as you go. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's been really fun. I'm so glad I got to talk to you. That was so good. Thank you, Jesse. Okay, here are the take-home points. Number one, if you become interested in something and start researching it like crazy, this makes you the expert for someone who hasn't done as much much research or someone who doesn't enjoy research, but they still want to learn more. Number two, once you learn a lot about something, this positions you to become a teacher for others or to become a curator, which is like a sharer of information or products like Jesse. Number three, ask yourself what's missing from the market. Jesse's online online shop came out of her own necessity. She had to search online for the best and most sustainable products. When you find yourself thinking they need to make blank, you need to become the they. Number four, you don't have to be super tech savvy. You just do it. You can always hire someone to make it fancy later, but do it for fun at first just to see if it'll work. You can find how to's on literally everything on Google or YouTube. Number five, start small and figure it out as you go. Jesse started with $500 and babysitting babysitting money and bought recyclable shopping bags and bamboo toothbrushes to sell. Her time commitment was also small. She said she worked an hour or two after her son went to bed. You can do it. Thank y'all for listening. It was so much fun talking to you today. All right, if you are ready to make some major changes in your life, if you're at the point where you are sick and tired of feeling stuck and directionless and you really don't know what to do next or where to go, maybe it's time we had a little chat. So I have it set up on my website. You can schedule a free 30-minute discovery call and we'll sit down and decide if we're a good fit. Maybe you'd prefer group coaching. Maybe you need one-on-one coaching or maybe you just want to talk and and say hello. So go on over to my website. It's coachhopecook.com. That's H-O-P-E-C-O-O-K.com and schedule the free discovery call. And I can't wait to talk to you. So see you next week and hopefully I'll talk to some of you before that.